0: Welcome to the Movie Council Podcast I'm your host, AJ Sherry And with me, as always The Movie Council's daddy, Dan Sherry And the smooth-talking Southern gentleman, Marky Bondurant Each week, join us for the latest in movie news Reviews, and all kinds of other movie goodness your ears can handle And tonight, we're going back to 2021 And we're going to review the film Licorice Pizza Oscar-nominated film directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. But before we get into all of that and any other nonsense, we eventually get into on the show. Always, how's How's everybody doing, Marky?
1: How's your week been, buddy? I have had uh, a long week at work and I'm extremely tired. I got up like at three a.m. several days this week. Um, I flew to minneapolis indianapolis a bunch of connecting flights um so i apologize if i not off during this it's not <laughs> because of the lack of thrilling conversation it's just because i'm done i'm running on fumes now at we're this the, point the burdens on us to keep you into this right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad That's to be home all right well we're glad you're this glad, challenge we're, we're glad you're home
2: <laughs>
0: so, dan how um, you doing man brother
2: you know what i I, i'm doing okay i i tell you what i as i talked about last week uh i i lost a a really good friend of mine um and i spent today at his funeral so (laughs) so that was a bit rough but it also um it kind of made me think about something and and something i kind of want to put out there to everybody right like If you have friends you haven't seen in a while that you really fucking like, you know, make up, find any fucking reason to go hang out with them and get together. Because I tell you what, like, I saw a lot of people today that I fucking truly love and uh, at least it felt to me that loved me and like we really had a good time seeing each other. It just really fucking sucked that it was at a funeral And I don't want, you know, and no one should want to, you know, connect with people at funerals. So, you know, like I'm going personally, I'm going to make an effort to like connect with more of my friends more often. I know a lot of it's my own fault. I I love just sitting at home doing nothing, you know. (laughs) it's really fun staying home and doing nothing but i today i realized how much i do love seeing my friends and how much it sucks that the only time we get together is at funerals so
3: Mm
2: -hmm. uh i'm gonna make the effort and i just kind of want to put out there to everyone you know don't wait till you're at a funeral to reconnect with a friend you know reconnect with people because you because you love them and you want to see them, you know. So, but other other than spending the day at one of my best friend's funerals, doing pretty well, you know. Glad to hear it.
0: <laughs> Glad to hear it. Me personally, yes, ha Had a little How bit are of you, a rough. AJ? I've had a little bit of a rough week. I got mm-hmm. to a little bit of a fender bender. Mm-hmm. um with my old car we've talked about this before we came on the uh my car is 16 years old so you know um maybe this little fender bender since i didn't get hurt is a bit of a blessing in disguise and it was not my fault to our adoring mm-hmm. fans just know i'm never at fault for anything right and this is this is one <laughs> yeah, of those instances. driving <laughs> anything don't matter right never at fault <laughs> yeah. never at fault right uh all my interactions are of uh, the utmost positive nature yeah and that girl raped and, and, herself and, and, and everybody and, and every <laughs> everybody always benefits from it when when i'm doing the you know whatever anyway so not not great but i've uh, i'm on vacation next week i got the appraiser coming on monday and that's well to our fans the, these episodes drop on monday but we record so, on friday huh. but you know i i give the appraiser are, today Appraiser's coming today. Uh, came already. Wait, let's, right.
2: what did he say? What did he say? time you he yeah. yeah. you're Listening. Yeah.
0: So I'll probably be uh, car shopping next week. So you know, wish me luck. Get yourself a G wagon.
2: Hell <laughs> yeah! Yeah,
0: you got a couple hundred grand
2: to spend on a car. Like, yeah, try three g wagon. <laughs> yeah, three. yeah, that's about at the most.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So. so all right so you know before we get into our topic of the week mm-hmm. our, re- our review um and before i get I-, I do have some news but before we get to that tp where can people find us ah uh, thank you for asking
2: aj you know it, sadly i probably would have forgot this if you didn't bring it up so i do appreciate that yes everyone please hit us up uh you can find us on social media we're on uh instagram twitter facebook you can find us at movie council pod uh if you want to send us an email if you got more to say then you can fit in a tweet you know you can send that email to movie council pod at gmail.com and uh wherever you're listening please you know give us a rating and a review you know uh any any quick review helps out the show so much and we totally appreciate it so and
0: DP, remind me, we're on um Apple and Spotify only. Yeah, we're on
2: right. Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, oh, Amazon iHeartRadio, oh, okay. uh, uh SoundCloud. I mean, pretty much everywhere you find it. like if even if you just Google us, I think it's on Google Podcasts too. Oh, okay, okay. So... Uh, I, pretty sure most places you can find us if you're listening to our podcast yeah
0: when, when the reason i ask is because i'm trying to you know word of mouth this shit and uh, mm-hmm. people always ask me well where do i find your podcast uh, the yeah. answer is the answer is everywhere that you find podcasts. Yeah. A- anywhere
2: you can find a podcast you can find us yeah i, know, I always I tell them the, the, the name problem. and i describe the
0: little our little logo there
1: yeah, It's blue mm-hmm. and orange and black yeah yeah
0: yeah so yeah, so I'm trying to word of mouth this shit, like I said. You mm-hmm. know, just gonna tell them everywhere. Yeah. All right. So uh, I know you you guys. Uh, I don't think you guys had anything you wanted to spill as far as uh, news goes, but I had a couple. I have one one major thing I want to to. Uh, I almost wanted to read the whole article because it's, it's very short and it's got a lot of great information in it. But I also wanted to ask you guys. Have you guys been on your Amazon Prime app lately? Uh, I no. have. Yes, actually, it's, gotten, because- it's gotten a complete makeover for yes, anyone it listening. has. Yeah, um, it's it's. What do you think of it? I wanted to ask you that. Have anyone seen it? What do you think of it? I, I mean, you know what?
2: It's not bad. Like, I, like I got very used to the old version, but yeah. You know after like a week now of the new version it it, it works out well you know like if you're yeah. looking for uh a tv show like everything's a little more you know congregated so yeah uh, yeah yeah you know it's I, I like the way before. it's set up yeah. right
0: right it was bad before and i think one of the things that they like they're copying the netflix thing where they're like yes. when you put when you when you when you you know when you uh hover over something or whatever it's like playing the yeah totally so i
2: like i i like the new setup i was very because i watched amazon a lot more than mm-hmm. most of the other uh streaming services but uh i i do like the new setup i, th- I think it's done well and uh yeah it, it works
0: yeah i just wanted to bring that up because i just um I hadn't been on Prime in a while, and I was on it um, watching Licorice Pizza (laughs) today, and so I kind of, you know, I I was checking out the, the app itself, and anyway, so here's what I really wanted to talk about. Article in the Hollywood Reporter, dated for today, the Venice Film Festival is about to open, August 31st. It's just a few days away, and it's like, it's the film festival that's like launches the Fall Film Fest, which kind of like, you know, kicks off sort of like, you know, the Oscars sort of season in a way um, where like, and it ends up with a lot of Oscar hopefuls end up being there. Um, over the last 10 years as uh, Birdman, Spotlight, Shape of Water, Land, all ended up best picture winners that went to Venice and then plenty of others, of course. Uh, so it's august 31st through september 10th and here's 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 some of the the, the movies that are going to be premiering at venice white noise which is the latest noah bomback the marriage story director his Ooh. work All right. uh, it's starring adam driver and Greta gerwig uh and and by the way ne- and venice unlike Khan. Um, can bring uh, they, they'll do the Netflix stuff. Uh, Khan needs like a theatrical release or something.
1: Oh, okay, right, whatever. Yeah,
0: it's like the yeah, hoity toity I'm just, kidding. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it sounds like so it. So, also, uh, Bardo, the new Alejandro in in Urichu's, his first mm-hmm. feature since the Revenant. Okay, cool, nice. Um, yep, yeah. and then andrew dominic's blonde which is said to feature a knockout turn by anna de Armas as marilyn monroe
1: oh right. yes
2: that looks uh like there's been a lot of talk about that movie uh a lot of like oh anna de Armas as marilyn monroe and mm. uh, but that's a turn like marilyn monroe actually was uh you know like i think uh cuban maybe or like Good. you know it has some hispanic blood in her right and it, so like you know the fucking woke douchebaggy people are like oh why are you have an Ana de Armas play a white lady but uh, no she's the fucking perfect perfect person to play Marilyn Monroe and I cannot wait cannot wait to see her play Marilyn I think
1: she's gonna be awesome yeah nice. she's she's really good and to give yeah. her give her like a uh because uh, this is would be her first leading role she uh, may have done something else i don't know about but
0: was, uh, yeah yeah Knives yeah so was, was ensemble you know right right. Yeah. Oh, that's she right. hasn't yeah, had yeah.
2: one where she was the like above the title star and right. this is her first really kind of above the title movie and i i'm all for it i can't yeah. wait for it
0: i'm really interested so, and, to see what she yeah. does with it yeah, I'm excited for that one. Here's There's a bunch of stuff. Here's a few more. So mm-hmm. the other Oscar buzzed about stuff includes a focus feature film called Tar with Kate Blanchett. It's the first feature directed by Todd Field since Little Children 16 years ago. Florian mm-hmm. Zeller's follow-up mm-hmm. to The Father, for which Anthony Hopkins won the Best Actor Oscar last right. year. Right? Um, the, it's called The Sun, starring Hugh Jackman. And it's being handled by Sony Classics. A24 has a movie coming out called The Whale which is said to be a strong comeback vehicle for Brendan Fraser, and was held by Darren Aronofsky
1: oh shit I've seen uh, really I've seen still images of that uh yeah. Brendan fraser has got like a lot of weight on and he's like bald and you I don't know what his character is right? but he's unrecognizable from the, 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 the classic fucking, that you know. the
2: Renaissance
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah he's we had back, the
2: Renaissance now we have the Renaissance uh, like, like i said the fucking doom patrol show brenda Fraser was excellent granted most of it you didn't see his face he was like you know he played robot man so right, it was mostly right. just his voice and you know some flashback stuff of him but he was excellent in right. that and he really since that has been building and now working with fucking aronofsky i didn't know he worked with aronofsky i
0: wow Mem- I'm remember, now. Remember oh. what Dar- Remember what Darren Ar- Aronofsky did with Mickey Rooney for The Wrestler, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I man. mean, this this could Freaking be something. Marlon
2: Wayans and Jared Leto, like insane. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah, he he can get a lot out of actors, so I'm I'm
0: excited for that. For that. Okay, a couple more because this is this is crazy. Um, yeah. Italian filmmaker Luca Guada Guadagnino. Uh, he's the guy mm-hmm. that did call me by your name. All right, right, right. He's, right, he's right, reuniting right. with Timothy Timothy Chalamet for a film called Bones and All. And then Mart, obviously, uh, Marky brought this up. Martin McDonough's shoot, uh, uh, the Banshees of in in Sharon yeah, with right. uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Cannot mm-hmm. wait. Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be there too. So, yeah, that's a big 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 lineup there for venice film festival so did you know venice film festival is the oldest film festival i did not 79th oh wow yeah it's the 79th time they're doing this wow yeah Um, i I did not know that either yeah so i mean just look for what comes kind of comes out of there is like you know the award season begins and see kind of what picks up steam and what's what's good there you know Mm mm-hmm so yeah, yeah because I just, you
2: always hear about Khan and yeah. Becca and stuff, but yeah, yeah Ven- Venice is the shit. Apparently,
0: it is. It yeah. is. So, awesome. I'm ve- I'm very interested in, uh, in in a lot of those films. Very interested. Yeah, could could be uh, could be a sign for the uh, you know the coming season. So a lot of good mm-hmm. stuff and a lot of like great directors doing stuff in Venice. So right. Nice, yeah. All right, guys. That that that's what I got. That was my news. Um, this, there's obviously plenty of news out there. We don't have to talk about Ezra Miller, but hey, you know. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> let's not. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> because
2: so, uh, I
0: don't know. The the
2: fans out there might not know, but uh, like my absolute favorite superhero since I was a kid was the Flash. Ah. Uh, the the CW series with fucking Grant Gustin. I love, like, even though it's kind of, it's jumped the shark. I'll admit it. Yes. These past couple of seasons have been great, but I love The Flash. And uh, everything I'm hearing about Ezra Miller is just making me fucking sick. Like, yeah. wait, he's such a cunt. What the fuck is wrong with this kid? Like, seriously, dude, what the fuck? Like, you're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to fucking act. Yeah, you, you you're getting all this money to play and you're still being a fucking cunt. Fuck you and fuck you for ruining the flash. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get off. Dad Daddy will get off with of no, no, that. Right. I, I, I fuck set him.
0: You, I set you up. All right. Yeah. All, you right, did. So. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's get into it. Topic of the week. Yes. We sir. all we went back to 2021 because I think we were thinking, you know, last week, you know, this. There's plenty of new films to watch this year. We're not always going to be able mm-hmm. to get to the theater, but like, you know, we can kind of go back here and there too. Yeah, we didn't. See, and and we let's didn't be honest, this our...
2: one's new to uh, free streaming. Yes, yes. Right. So, you can stream this for
0: free as
2: of like just over a week ago. So, so Amazon, right. Yeah. So
0: it came to Amazon Prime for free. So that's great. So that's mm-hmm. that, that's a, a, a good reason for us to pick it up and watch it, right? And we didn't talk about this last year. It was nominated for three Oscars, um, including Best Picture, I think, and the Best Directing, Best Screenplay. No, none of no acting nominations, but um, but it's directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, and takes place in nineteen seventy three somewhere in California. Right? Is it is it yeah. L A. or is it? It's in L A. San Fernando like, Valley Encino
2: or something.
0: And, yeah, and L fo- A. follows this teenage kid who's you know, um, has a crush on this mid-20s woman. Um, so the, the guy's played by Cooper Hoffman, the son of mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman.
1: I didn't realize that until Sam mentioned it to me in passing like and oh yeah yeah like a light bulb went off i was like that makes sense right and a lot of no
2: pta loves philip yeah. seymour hoffman so right after he passed he's like all right i'll take his son now yeah. you work for me now
0: boy <laughs> it, it, it co-stars alana Haim, who's i don't know her yeah. um i think this uh, might be one of her first films maybe it, it,
2: it is acting wise but i will say this so Uh, I've seen this for, like, when you look at Paul Thomas Anderson's, like, IMDB page, it's, you know, all the movies he's done, and then a ton of music videos for this band, which I always thought was Haim, but apparently it's pronounced Haim. Haim, okay. Right, and uh, it's these three sisters, uh, one of them is Alana Haim, who starred as Alana, and her sisters are the ones that and in the movie. movie play her sisters right I, I can't the, the mom right. and dad or her in the movie are her actual mom and dad and you know I, and i know this only because like i google i'm like what the fuck is pta's connection to this band like uh why does he direct all their music videos why are they in it and i couldn't figure anything out the only thing i can figure is pta was just a fan Right. of this band i was like hey can i direct your fucking music videos and then decided to put them in this movie and you know they're, they're they're a great kind of like pop rock band uh you know like the they originally started off with the uh the mom and dad were kind of the leaders of the band and as they got older these three sisters just took over and they're actually a pretty fucking big band like uh, i mean I I wasn't a huge fan of them I didn't know them that well but they get a gigantic following like they are a super fucking popular band they wow. yeah they they get like millions and millions of fucking followers across the world but yeah Alana Haim or hey I always thought it was Haim but apparently it's Haim which apparently as someone that was in uh the high school production of fiddle around the roof as a you know some of uh, familiar with the song to life to life haim apparently it's pronounced okay which means life so but alana hiam uh, uh yeah stars as alana sorry you know it's yes. yeah uh, daddy did a lot of googling on this movie so. <laughs> well it, it, it's
0: all, it's all right you know as i'm as i'm trying to as i'm trying to think of how to describe this movie or as a synopsis mm-hmm. it, it's 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 sort of like I don't know. It's a journey of these two people that mm-hmm. they have this this meeting, and he immediately is smitten with her, and yeah. they're both they're both actor. Oh, she's sort of like an aspiring, or wants to be an actress, and he's already t- gotten roles, and he's an actor, and he's sort of known in in mm-hmm. some of these circles, and you know he's got auditions. And he's also an ins- aspiring entrepreneur, right. you know. Um, And it sort of just follows them around, um, you know, around the L.A. area as, you know, he's sort of chasing and she's sort of like falling for it, falling for him in a way. And and they're 10 years apart. He's supposed to be 15 and she's 24 yeah she's 20 25 i think she tells him well then yes 24 she, she slips yeah, at 15. one point that says 28 to, to bradley cooper's character anyway right
2: so. yeah so we're not sure she's 25 we're not sure how 28? old she is but she's definitely
0: older than him and, yeah. she, and she and she and she and she likes him and she spends time with him like they're friends and they hang out with this age difference right and and you know and they go on this sort of like it's sort of like Well, he's
1: he's exciting for as young as he is. Like he's doing exciting things, and he's confident, and he's yeah, very confident. And she immediately gets wrapped up into his uh, uh, just you know these fun things that he's doing, and that character that he's able to, this exciting character that he's able to bring. Yeah.
0: So, so I mean, I, I. I'm not gonna read an official synopsis. That's sort of the that's sort of the gist of it. And I mm-hmm. really I really want to know what you guys think of Licorice Pizza. I wanted to start with D P because before we got on the air, he he's told us he did a lot of searching about this movie and he's got a lot of thoughts on it. So I want to hear them.
2: All right. So yeah, I, I did. I I looked into this a lot because frankly, I fucking loved it. I thought this movie was excellent. I thought the the love story was very interesting um because a lot of it like this like I said Alana is older than him and immediately tells him like you know and especially if, See, that's a weird thing too is if like he was 35 and she was 45 it wouldn't fucking matter no or even if he was 25 and she was 35 right. it wouldn't matter but the fact that he was 15 and she was 25 she thought that it mattered. And, and generally it does. So it, let's be honest. Like a 15-year-old. Well, in modern
1: times, that's still illegal, yeah. right? Right? Maybe yeah. maybe not in 1973.
2: Yeah, and, and it shouldn't work, but 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 like we we're saying, like he's not your typical 15-year-old kid. Like this no. is a, a kid who's done a lot in life and you know, is kind of starting his own businesses and starred yeah. in movies and was like a child actor. And he was actually based on a real person. Um, so the movie's name is uh, Gary Valentine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's based on a real person named Gary Getzman. I believe it's pronounced goatsman, Getzman, G-E-T,
1: something. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yes. So it, he's based on a real person who, uh a a lot of stuff in the movie is stuff that actually happened you know the waterbed thing (laughs) and all that and and a lot of the people in the movie are based on real people so if you remember at the beginning the first time he kind of gets alana to come with him to new york Uh and you know he's on that uh tv show and there's the actress it was i forget what they called her lucy something or other that actress was based on Lucille Ball, huh. who Gary Getzman was actually in a movie with and turned out was
1: kind of a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Gary or Lucille? Lucille, yeah. Lucille oh, Lucille Ball. Lucille, Lucille the, was she the stage lady? Like the older yes,
2: woman? Yes, that freaked out when he fucking yeah. hit her in the hit head with a pillow. I okay. fucking ruined
3: you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, that actress was based on Lucille Ball. That's funny and yeah a lot of this movie is based on real people um sean penn's character uh was based on william holden if you remember like they were they're talking about i
1: forget shit it's like a bridge in south korea the bridge yeah it it was actually
2: based on the movie the bridge over the river kwai which william holden starred in Um, i think his name was like jim holden or something whatever but he was based on william holden so a lot of this stuff was real life shit based on stuff that actually happened. And um and again, like see that's the thing. this movie got shit on a bit because of the fact like it showed a relationship between a fifteen year old and a twenty five year old. Yeah. Like the, the woke mob got all pissy about it. But at the end of the day, it right like yeah, I mean that is life really like right. not everything is fucking black and white not every 15 year old is like every other 15 year old like this kid he he really had his shit together yeah. A- and this 25 year old was the youngest of her family li- still living at home with her fucking parents with two yeah. older sisters living Quite at immature home. In, her,
1: in her own right
2: yeah so it's not so crazy that these two could be together and and like i was saying a minute i like if they were 25 and 35 no one would fucking care but you know like the woke mob got all shitty about this movie but it really at the end of the day it is a fucking great love story um the the way these two and, and i did find it interesting too that alana like she didn't initially i i thought this was great how like she knew he was into her right and at first she didn't really want her to be into her but once he became into someone else she yep. got all fucking pissed about it It was like hey wait Norm- wait you like someone other than me right what's wrong with you like a normal
1: girlfriend boyfriend relationship and yeah <laughs> exactly yeah she's like, yeah, yeah. Was good
2: and so yeah I, I i thought that was fucking great um i i what one last thing I, this was i love so uh bradley cooper played a character named john peters who is based on john peters right <laughs> it's, a, it's a real fucking person he was a a movie producer and a like a hairstylist as well like oh, uh he's a real person he was um at that time so this is set in 73 and he talks about how he's with barbara streisand sand streisand sand. yeah it was a great, great fucking scene are you, are you with fucking him with going me? back and forth about how to pronounce barbara streisand it's a fucking awesome scene. and by the way he fucking crushed it like bradley
1: cooper was excellent he had yeah. a
2: very small role in it, but was actually... He's like
1: a burning, bright, sh- flaming star that just yeah. came in, in and out of that movie. Yeah,
2: but his character, like I said, he uh, was with Barbara Streisand in 1973, although he didn't officially get divorced from Leslie Ann Warren until 1975. Leslie Ann Warren, a.k.a. Miss Scarlet, from Clue. Huh. So, yeah, Holy he shit. was married to fucking Miss Scarlett from Clue until like 75. And here's the fucking kicker of this fucking guy. This is mind boggling to me. This motherfucker, at so in 2020, he was 75 years old, I believe, in 2020. Yeah. 74, 75 years old. At the beginning of 2020 john peters married pamela anderson <laughs> a shit you're not like holy so shit it 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 would never actually became official it was annulled like less than 15 days later wow but there was a fucking marriage certificate that was signed weird and yeah uh, it, it was a At real fucking thing 75 years old in 2020 John Peters married Pamela Anderson.
1: At 20, in 2020, how old do you think Pamela Anderson was? Like yeah, mid-40s? Was,
2: yeah, like 45, 46. I don't know. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. Just, that's It is interesting, though. It's not like Anna Nicole Smith to uh, whatever that old, rich guy in a wheelchair mm-hmm. was. I mean, that was a cl- clear as day what was going on there. Yeah. But uh, maybe it was the same situation here. Mm. But. Yeah, that's so. good stuff, DP. I'm glad you googled all that because yeah,
2: yeah, I went deep on this because, I, like I said, I fucking love, loved this movie. I thought it was excellent. Uh, even down to here's another crazy thing about this movie. I know I'm sorry, I don't mean to take over the whole oh, podcast. No, you've got more. Of I'll stop nice, after nice. this. But uh, the fact that so there was that part where like they pinball machines became legal and so right. he bought all the pinball machines did you guys have any fucking idea
1: that pinball was actually illegal i did not in I, la until the fucking 70s i had to like uh think about what i heard when he said that i was like right? wait gambling or pinball machines yeah that was i weird. fucking
2: googled it they uh, made pinball machines illegal in like in the early 1940s and they were illegal in many major cities it wasn't just la that's weird. new york chicago all of them fucking pinball machines were illegal i wonder why until the fucking mid-70s uh, a lot of it came down to just like over the top like oh kids are wasting their money on this they should be you know okay. uh, contributing to the war effort because it's world war Two and just a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean stupidness, but pinball machines were fucking illegal in nineteen seventy-three in Los Angeles. And became a became legal in 74. Fucking crazy. Yeah. So all right. Anywho, I thought this movie was excellent. I thought the love story, I thought Cooper, uh Hoffman was awesome, Alana Hayam fucking awesome um the side characters are great paul thomas anderson fucking hit another goddamn home run with this movie the woke mob can suck it this movie fucking ruled oh. <laughs> well <All put>. right. <laughs> that's enough for daddy you guys want to <laughs> yeah wanna very well
1: I'll, I'll jump up um i'm not going to be as animated as you unfortunately i'm trying to put alcohol <laughs> in my system hoping that might wake me up some more it's having the opposite effect um <laughs> the uh, what are you a scientist now?
3: <laughs>
1: um yeah, you know after uh watching this movie it was almost like where, where PTA does this where some of his, not all of his movies some of his movies um when you get done watching it I think AJ even mentioned it you're not sure what you got done watching mm-hmm. like there's a story but you ha- you really have to think about it because it's not a normal uh beginning middle and end or you know first mm-hmm. second third act or from one point of the story towards the uh, climax or anything like that it's just a series of events that take place and there is a conclusion yes. to it but it gets there very strangely right um, which is kind of life which it is, is why i love very PTA. much and i it's think that's life. why it's that's great. i think that's part of why it's so like magnetic and uh because on the surface, it's almost maybe might seem boring, but like I think you're right. Because it's like life, and some of the situations are a little bit uh, spicier than real life. It just mm-hmm. it really reels you in. Um, and to me, I was writing down some thoughts afterwards. I just finished this movie today after a, a couple of flights. Watched it on uh, American Airlines through my iPad. Um, <laughs> To me, the movie felt like a story about relationships and personalities and the way the Mm -hmm. personalities define these relationships. Um, As a viewer, we are following Gary and Alana, and we see how their relationships play off each other and how they navigate each other. But then as the story goes on, they are always somewhat near each other, but sometimes deviate. And then when they are, or even even when they're near each other, there's these other side characters that come into their lives. The, the total cast of the movie is huge. And all these side mm-hmm. characters have very eccentric and different personalities. And the way then that Gary and Alana navigate these new people that come into their lives. And it looks like to me, at least there's some examples that they adapt some personality traits from these people that they kind of rub shoulders with along the way. Um, My, and yeah. And in the uh, beginning, you know, Gary says to his little brother, you know, That's, I met the woman I'm going to marry and he's pining after her right away. She makes it very clear that she has, she wants nothing to do with him, but is a little bit, is is yeah is intrigued because of what he's able to accomplish at only 15 years old mm-hmm. um so she agrees to go to dinner with him and then that kind of leads to some other uh hangouts and social gatherings or you know uh not quite dates but they do get right. continue to get together Wait, and, which
2: can i just say that yeah like when they went to dinner together that scene was fucking excellent <laughs> Like the, the, the first dinner yes yeah. when he was just looking at her and she's like can you please stop yeah stop looking treating. at me i can hear you breathing it's like so you want me to stop breathing and it's like, stop. <laughs> stop breathing yes god damn that was fucking great and like it like it reminded me of fucking teenage years and like right that uncomfortableness you had on dates and with women and like that scene was fucking awesome.
1: Well, I loved that, was, that. That was that, so well done. That was another major note that I put down was that the teenage sexual tension in this movie made me incredibly uncomfortable. Right, and it yes. it did not because of like the you know the whole thing that the people came out with pitchforks and torches. It mm-hmm. because it felt so relatable. I remember yes. being there. You remember having, that shit, yeah, right? right? Yeah, and I was like <laughs> cringing. I'm like, oh no. Um, and so much of the movie these characters uh like the you know for the for the first half of the movie maybe uh a lot of the characters are these kids or uh young adults that are interacting so then like the sexual tension is uh you know that teenage sexual tension and then these older characters start to come in like sean penn and bradley cooper Mm -hmm. um george dicaprio leo dicaprio's dad by the way at the waterbed. that's one thing I didn't Google. That was Leo's Bam, dad. That yep, Leo DiCaprio's dad. <laughs>
0: That's fucking
1: awesome. <laughs> um, then these older people start bringing in this uh, sexual, not even tension. It's, they're just laying it on thick. You know, nineteen seventies, just you know, putting it out there, and it's kind of gross because you know Alana's twenty four, twenty five. Sean Penn's gray haired. You know, he's hitting on her super hard. Um so they're navigating through all of where she is mostly because she's getting the attention. You know, it's not like older women are really coming after Gary. Um, but then near the end, we see the councilman, Benny Safdie, um, and find out that he has a boyfriend. And mm-hmm. that is like the first relationship in the movie where the characters actually have like a, a love between each other. And it's not just a sexual drive. Um, and that was that was a very touching and like sad scene because the mm-hmm. boyfriend you know was upset that he couldn't get Safty's attention and that Safty um, was working so hard be, to uh, get was working on this hiding. mayoral election.
2: And who was that dude right. with the number twelve shirt? Was he, he another was digging for dirt. boyfriend? No, was I he, he was, a fucking uh, you know someone from the media trying to catch him? I think he
1: was from the someone from the uh, other side. Scene the mayor or like the other right, camp. The,
2: From the mayor's there's office there's the the trying camp, to right. catch him as being... Looking yeah. for dirt,
1: yeah. Mm. Um, and it was... And then that scene right after the dinner when uh, Alana walks Matthew home and he like cries mm-hmm. and like falls, you know, they uh, hug and stuff. That hug, Very touching. Dude, that hug. Fuck yeah. Oh, I choked and, up having, on that hug. Me too. Oh. It was it was right after that Real. then that Alana Real. realized that, you know, all this fucking around uh, playing with different men um and you know, seeing all these different prospects, what you really wanted was in this fifteen year old kid yeah. and at that point we've been <laughs> on this two hour long journey, and I think as a viewer, you can overlook the age difference, even though mm-hmm. he is fifteen because he is very i mean it's it's weird if you try to just describe this to somebody you'd be like, no, but he's a very mature fifteen, like it's okay, like you know in this modern day yeah you like, you're be like, bro. oh
2: there's not a the thing it's a Right. Uh, mature 15 no there is there yeah. is such thing as a mature this, 15 this year old we saw like it several businesses
1: yeah. and he, yeah he's uh, rubbing shoulders with uh, Hollywood elite and stuff but mm-hmm. um, by the end of the movie is I think that she then sees realizes what she's been trying to deny and it, it is kind of funny though I, I just realized this that uh, sprinkled throughout the movie there's these comments about gary like the waitress at the japanese restaurant that's like has has he asked you for a hand job yet like these right. things are kind of sprinkled throughout the movie but you never really see it come up through gary's personality mm-hmm. so i don't know real, real the- quick sure.
2: uh that girl that mentioned the the hand job thing uh-huh. uh her and one other person i can't remember who it was both of them are the daughters of steven spielberg
1: knew it i had it i didn't know for sure but i I
2: figured yeah steven spielberg and kate capshaw's daughters were both in it so it just goes to show fucking pta loves hollywood and loves movie making in general and the history of movie making i was
1: i was going down the uh the uh actor's credit list on imdb Mm -hmm. And not just uh, the Spielbergs and the Haim's. That's hard for me to say. Um, Not just those families, but there's uh, several entries in there that are three, four, two people that share the same last name. Like Mm -hmm. he's putting in like family members, like groups of family members in this movie.
2: Yeah. It's really like PTA, his ninth, ninth fucking major studio production and he just decided to kind of like, I'm going to throw in family and friends, and you're mm. all going to help me make this movie. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Like, it, crazy how good it turned out with, like we said, fucking Cooper Hoffman. This is his first film.
1: Fantastic. Uh,
2: Alana Haim, her first fucking film. Incredible. And it, he made this amazing fucking movie with all these people that had never really made a movie before. Like you yeah. know, they've done some shit, but, but they have never. He, he,
1: he's so goddamn good. PTA is a master at pulling what he wants out of people, as yeah. far as uh, these acting scenes. And I'll—I'll I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. uh, pass it back over to you, AJ, real yeah. quick. Yeah,
2: AJ. You, AJ is one of the biggest PTA fans here, right? And he's just like I can see—he's waiting
1: to fucking talk about. I, this, I so. just want to finish with yeah. this as well, and I do have. Uh, Later on, I've got a couple questions for you guys about this movie I'd like to mm-hmm. get your opinion on. Um, okay but before I pass it off, also we can't leave out the soundtrack, it was fantastic oh my as well. Oh god, yes, and any movie Fuck yeah that has Life on Mars by David. Oh my Lord. god, Marky. Oh
0: Marky, I Fuck can't believe you just that. said that. When that song came on in the movie, <laughs> I was like, they play they're playing my favorite David Bowie song in this is, yeah, That's, that's
1: yeah. my favorite song, period. Not uh, just my favorite David Bowie song. Great, Such a I terrific was, song. I, re- I realized that as it was playing. I was like, is mm-hmm. this my favorite song? I think this is my favorite song. <laughs> it's, one my, it's
0: one of my favorite songs for sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely my favorite Bowie, and I love Bowie. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pass the torch then, AJ. I do yeah, have some. AJ other love sure, to say,
0: sure. I'll, AJ, I'll as that. the it's,
2: biggest PTA fan of the lot. Yeah, I really, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this movie. Bring it to us, baby. It's
0: it's tough. You guys have said so much about this film. Yeah, um, I, (laughs) I (laughs) also loved it.
1: Good, yeah.
0: Um, I really did. I, 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 so I I, at first I'm like, okay, because I've heard so much about like the oh the age difference here. You read, I've listened to non spoiler reviews and stuff, and. You know, how do you miss it came out last year right so yeah I, I thought about that too and every time like that sort of concept creeped into my head the movie was just making me smile like it was just making me smile at turns like i was just like the relationship between those two and just the way the movie was filmed from moment to moment to moment as they're going along their journey um there was, there's things I think I'm trying, I'm probably overthinking because, like, he's such a masterful filmmaker that I'm like, what was the symbolism to some of this stuff? Like, you know how they're all, they were always running, the two of them in the film, they're right? Running. So much running. Yes. They were running. Were they running from something to each other? Were they, mm-hmm. were they, were they, did they think they were running? Did she think she was running away from him and he was always running towards her? But they really, the whole time, because when they did film it at the end, they were running towards each other like right. is that yes. what he was yes. trying to say yes so there's so
2: many points where she was running from him and then it ends with her running to him that was right. fucking awesome
1: yes. yeah be- so because cool. quite literally she, she when they were running together she would be in front of him like running mm-hmm. away from him yeah and he, yes. and he was chasing her
0: Right, yes. exactly, exactly. And so they had that frame the when they ran Right. When him. they were running in the oh. same scene together, she'd be he'd be chasing her or you he'd know be right he'd, he'd be her. And, right, mm. he'd be right behind her, he'd be looking at her, he'd be, you know, the pursuer and and and, and, and by the way, how
2: beautiful was it that they ran and met each other right in front of a fucking movie theater and (laughs) And it was funny that they fell over and like oh like you know you get a little bit of comedy there but like it happened right in front of a movie theater too which just kind of wrapped up the whole fucking love of film and filmmaking uh so so sorry aj keep going that's
0: okay um and i feel like all these other things you're talking about like the the dinner with Sean, the jack holden i think he was called
2: jack holden
0: and, yeah and, and and then the joining the um you know the volunteering for the the um uh, to be Motorcycle on the campaign jump? yeah to do the campaign oh, yeah. and all that mm-hmm. i feel like that was part of like the whole like running away like i should i shouldn't be going towards him but 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 even so she was like she was still drawn to him, continuously drawn to him. And the thing, the other thing I thought of was like, you know how like when we were kids, DP, like our parents just left us home alone. Like things were different way back then. Fifteen year olds today, they're coddled. You know, like in the seventies, they like he left his eight year old brother just home. Like he went to the restaurant. Yeah, she, eight years she,
2: old was old enough to be home alone.
1: She right. makes it. Yeah. Alana makes a comment about it, and, he's, and he just says he's watched he, he's watching TV or right. something like that. Right. He's, he's
0: fifteen. Fine. She's twenty five, but he acts more twenty, and she actually is a little more immature. She. I, acts I more, agree. Like mm-hmm. so, men. So like emotionally, they're very similar in age, and he's yeah. ambitious, and he's magnetic. His personality is so like. Mm-hmm. You want to be around him. People want it to be around right. him, you know. And even as a fifteen-year-old, he's even he's as drawing, a fifteen-year-old, he's drawing and, in adults. And and, and the place he goes to dinner. What was the name of that place? The uh, Tail of the, the Cock. Yeah, yeah. Was that he, it? He yeah. walks in there and he talks to the owner, right. like he's like like a regular, like a yeah, adult, a big like star, and, right? Yeah. He gets his own table
2: whenever
1: he wants. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Table thirty-eight. Which the, the, he the tells him later there. "Yeah, what table he wants." I don't think that's such a good idea. No, no, no to do table it. thirty-eight. Yeah. yeah, yes, sir. Right I want away, good so. sight lines.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I absolutely, I think Paul Thomas Anderson is, is such a great director yes. for all the reasons you guys are saying, but he makes me like overthink scenes. Like, there's a scene mm-hmm. right where one of the can't the guy that was the friend of hers that she called out of the blue right. to get on the campaign mustache or whatever. guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's that scene where like the, the, uh, uh, Benny safety's character, the, the candidate, there, I forget his name. Walk. walks, walks, yeah. walks.
1: Joel walks or something. Like that. He yeah. calls her
0: and, and says, Oh, come to dinner, blah, blah, blah. She says, Oh, he forgot his wallet again. Right. She just makes some excuse. And then she's standing, uh, facing him about to leave silhouetted but she's all dark you can't see her and i'm like what is he trying to tell me is he trying to sell tell me that this guy can't really see her or is she trying to like hide from him in some way or
1: not not be seen by him or something yeah that is Mm -hmm. that is a lot because when I saw that, I just thought that uh, it's closing time and half the lights are off in the office.
0: <laughs> That's what I mean. He makes me overthink shit because right. I'm like, he is such a good filmmaker. But you see, what's he trying to tell me here in this scene, mm-hmm. the way he shot it? Because he shot so many things so deliberately in that film, like the way people are running, how he's running towards. Her. I'm She's glad running you away.
1: noticed that because mm-hmm. I'm too thick for it. Maybe I was just too. It probably means nothing. It probably plane, means but- nothing. No, but it no, definitely the, means something. No, you're dead on, it, sure. AJ. Yeah. There was
0: a there was another scene. I, I I'll have to. I am going to watch this film again. I I love it mm-hmm. enough to like. We'll get to. We're going to talk about this in a bit because DP wanted us to wanted us to talk. We'll get to this later about like, Paul Thomas Anderson films and like ranking them, etc. But mm-hmm. I sort of want to compare this to another film, not for content, but like. Uh, I, I, we'll get to it. But anyway. I don't know where I was going with that, but there there are so many <laughs> there's so many ways that this film, there's like scenes that are shot in a certain way that make me think like, you know, he's trying to I, I, I wish trying I, to tell us something in the way that it was filmed.
1: I wish yeah. I picked up more on that, but it also sounds like a curse if that's what you're looking for all the time. I know it's sort there. of it
0: sort of is. But mm. I, I appreciate his art and I'm like, right. I, I I think it's just like it's default in my head when I see his films, I'm like. I'm trying, find, he's, I'm, he's find, not, a, I'm trying to or find, he's got a hidden meeting or I'm trying to find the
2: symbolism, you know, I'm
1: right. trying
0: to find but like, at the uh, same
2: time, a lot of the time it's there. So when you're yeah. thinking about it and then you see it, you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. It, like uh, uh, again, uh, one, I just watched last night. I, I watched uh punk punch drunk love last night. Uh-huh. And there was a scene in that where, um, Adam Sandler and what's her name Emily Watson where they're in Hawaii and they're like kind of kissing a- and there's a scene where like they're kind of silhouetted but you could see the space between like their chins and their chests absolutely made a heart shape wow. in the fucking silhouette and you're like that 100 was intentional like right it, it wasn't just they happened to catch that fucking thing like that was 100 percent intentional they shot it with the light the way it was so it, you could see a heart shape in the middle of those two kissing you know That's and good. pta does that so fucking much he again for our long-time listeners you remember i think it was like What, our third, fourth episode we ever did was all about PTA because we, like, he is one of the fucking best filmmakers working today. There like two, no doubt about it, he's there, one of the best.
0: There are two more things I want to say about this film, and I think yeah. like, I already forgot one of them.
1: So, <laughs> one more thing:
0: the the, the the side characters. I agree with you with like, but the the scenes that they put these side characters in and the situations are mm-hmm. so fucking interesting. Like I just, oh god, yeah. And the way that the main characters like interact with them is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like especially uh Bradley Cooper's character. What the hell was his name he had John Peters. Right. And yeah. you know, um, even the Jack Holden guy was like, this guy is so obsessed with himself. Like oh he wasn't even looking, God, he wasn't he... even looking at Alana, and Alana's like acting like fawning over him. Right. And, yeah. then, and then when Gary To the point up, that he takes off on the motorcycle
2: and she falls off the he back, doesn't even notice he it. Doesn't even fucking know. And then and then what happened? Yeah.
0: Gary Gary runs towards her. Runs
2: to her. Again, a
0: more yeah. fucking running to her and the last and the last thing i want to say is mm. this film is super rewatchable yeah mm-hmm. super rewatchable I'm gonna like, watch i, I want to watch it sure. again just because it, it's it got like so many comedic elements to it that right it, can, it, like, it has a
1: lot of good lines
0: like yeah like a lot of good light exactly marky it's very quotable it's got a lot of good lines it's just very um rewatchable
1: well, fuck off teenagers <laughs> yeah so uh John and, 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 Michael Higgins and, and, as the uh, oh Jedi my John god F- guy. oh my god oh
2: dude like he has <laughs> his fucking Japanese wives and he can't speak Japanese oh no he can do a Japanese accent in, in this weird yeah. Japanese esque accent
1: and they speak <laughs> Japanese to him and he translates uh, and then later man. he's like Some of the
2: oh I don't speak Japanese. Ever. Yeah.
0: oh my god so oh it's a comedy. It's funny. a comedy too, but it's a you know it's a it's a it's a drama with the love story. But it's it's got mm-hmm. some it. and even Alana and um, and um, Gary have like just great back and forths. Right. They, yeah, they're, like, you know, they're just together. great back and forth. They have good <laughs> chemistry. They have great chemistry on screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the, that whole you're, part- wait, you're waiting for them to like actually consummate something. Like right? just, there's so much like between them. Right. Uh, that, that whole scene. When she's like,
2: oh, so do you want to see my
0: boobs? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> fine. And yeah. she
2: just shows him her boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, can I grab them? Fuck you. And, and slaps <laughs> him. Yeah, she slapped
0: him in the face. You tell anybody, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Just great. But, great but even like, stuff. In, some yeah. of the cool stuff is like, sometimes they're just like, when they're doing the business stuff, just the ease with which they like work together. Right. And interact with each other and play off each other i think like just like further like was further evidence of their love Mm -hmm. you know it's just further evidence that they just totally were crazy about each other
2: there's one scene that shows that too which I, i mean to me kind of stood out because it didn't like it didn't affect anything so it was weird that it fucking happened but that whole scene where um when he was at that uh whatever kind of like teen convention convention yeah when all of a sudden the fucking cops come in right. and cuff him and take him like oh you match the description of you know like white shirt blue pants fucking red, red scraggly hair. hair and they just fucking cuff him and uh, complete shit to him and take him in and she run that's the first time she, she runs to ran him. after him
1: yeah and that was was
2: it never mentioned again like why he was arrested they never fucking brought up the cops ever again after that but like randomly he got fucking arrested for something he didn't do but that was again like great how that was the first time she ran after him and yeah it's just fucking beautiful and beautiful how i get like i said like just never mentioned again but yeah, it's just something that fucking happened. And... Yeah,
0: one of one oh, of the awesome. Here, here we go. One of the funniest scenes in the film when they're like, you know, she backs the truck all the way down. I don't know right. what hell that is, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then she spins it around, but then they stop and she's sitting on the curb. And John Peters walks by and then he gets, <laughs> he's walking by. He doesn't even he breaks up. He throws up a barrel, a trash barrel to a window or something. Right. Mm-hmm. He keeps on walking. She's like, He's oh, carrying a gas can. He's carrying the gas can. She's like, yeah, he's probably going to recognize. She's thinking probably he's going to recognize me. And then he gets yeah. distracted by the tennis player chicks. Yeah. Walking down the street, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, which one of you is a better server? Like, he's, you can yeah. hear him talking like in the distance. <laughs> Just he's trying
1: to get yeah. laid, you know. It immediately starts hitting on them.
0: Yeah. Like totally distracted. Like he was walking that way then he turns around and follows them yeah yeah that's right so, yeah,
1: uh, so wicked wicked funny funny.
2: but again uh, that that was also a scene where she was looking at at, at gary and seeing him act like a 15 year old right the, that was one of the scenes where yep. he actually seemed like a 15 year old and she was like oh what the fuck am i doing he's with this the gas kid? Man. yeah and the the window he broke was right next to the fucking councilman Wax office, and that's where she decided to get involved in politics and try and do that. So mm-hmm. exactly, it, yeah, it, it was actually a it, it impactful scene. Even though the, the 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 biggest part about it was fucking John Peters Peters being a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but Cuba when you look past sign, that. Right. That you movie. saw these little things that fucking really made a difference in the film. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice ah, the, uh, councilman,
1: so uh, offices there. Yeah. Yeah. That That's
2: what made her fucking call that's interesting. her old friend and get into politics is because the window he broke was right next to the councilman's office. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh,
1: I was got a couple of questions for you, but it might be kind of uh, more more yeah. end of topic. Um, on this movie, if you got something else to add, AJ. No, no, no. I, w-
0: I wanted to kind of move forward anyway. So okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, well, first thing, um, did you guys uh notice John C. Riley in the film? No. He was Herman Munster at he that was. fucking thing. Oh. Yes, yeah, I like, did. It's his voice is a dead giveaway.
2: He's yeah, got like I two. I heard lines. that and I immediately fucking went on to IMDB. I'm like, was that really him? No, I, I sure didn't even enough, have to check. Yeah. I knew it was him. Yeah. I, I could recognize that voice
1: anyway. <laughs> all right. Out of all the, like, everybody in this movie, pretty much, except mm-hmm. for a few satellite ch- child actors, everybody in this movie was phenomenal. So I want to ask yeah. you guys, each one of you, who was your, or who do you think was the best actor or actress in the movie? Or maybe just your favorite character. I've got a favorite. I think I've got one that I think did the best and was my favorite character. Same yeah, answer. That's
2: tough. Um, Yeah, I'll just go ahead. I'm going to go with Alana. I think Alana Haim as uh, whatever her name was, Alana, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, to me, like her, I just think her arc and the way she fucking pulled it off. I, to me she was my favorite i thought cooper was great but i thought yeah she she was my favorite i thought she was excellent in this and um and and again maybe maybe part of it is because i knew like the her family in the movie is her real life family i didn't realize
1: that until the credits
2: yeah like that's her, her actual sisters her mom and dad that she's in a band with um, it, but yet it seems so I mean maybe that's why it seems so natural but like it just she I thought she was excellent in this
1: Oh, that's a good choice yeah so yeah for her, me her, I'm gonna go with Alana her dad also has one of the best lines in the movie when she walks in in the bikini he goes oh excuse me what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> That is a
2: great fucking moment. AJ, <laughs> hey how about Jeff? you? Where are you at? Oh, my God. That's tough. That's was, a tough
0: call, right? The two leads are terrific. Couldn't right. take mm-hmm. my, I couldn't take my eyes off them. They obviously, first time in film, this is like
1: so but cool. Real, real quick, sidebar. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know either of them but when watching this movie. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things when watching uh, people I don't know that do a good job. They totally take me out of the movie. Exp- the, like, I I don't feel like I'm watching a movie. I feel like I'm watching a story. You know, I get you get so enraptured by it. If that's the right word. Like, it's mm-hmm. easy to lose yourself because, you know, Bradley Cooper, Sean Penn, they're fantastic, sure. But yeah. you know them. Like, I didn't know these people. And yeah. it's easy to get lost in these characters.
2: So, so I'll, I say, a, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll say, Alana. Alright, gay, can, okay. can
0: I give my quick... I'll say Alana because I just I don't know the that hug she gave to that to that to to Matthew there. That's oh like concealed information.
2: That fucking choked me up, dude. In that oh, piece of the me. performance,
0: she like she mm. got me there.
1: What were you gonna say, DP?
2: Uh I I was thinking uh, with the second favorite, it would sure. be um uh the actor Skylar Gizondo. He played that kid Lance. That was like the other kind of Oh, child yeah, yeah. actor that right. they yeah, met cool. on the plane he's in underground that, gemstones yeah he, he was he's in my favorite show of all time psych and like he played young sean spencer in psych so okay like, he's, he's like been i've, in I've known him stuff. since he was 12 years old Yeah, and seeing him in this and this yeah i, I thought he was excellent as lance the uh, that whole scene, the, the whole dinner scene when he was like, yeah, I'm kind of an atheist. And right. Dad got pissed and she came out and she's like, what does your penis look like? That's normal. <laughs> and yeah, his reaction to that was so fucking well done. He's just like, normal, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was fucking excellent. But, but again, he was just very short time in the movie. Right.
1: But I, I, I liked him a lot. I for me my favorite uh like favorite character and also favorite performance uh, was Tom Waits as Rex oh Blau Oh my
2: god Rex Blau This, Pla- yes. this yes. is
1: eccentric director at this fancy restaurant Sean mm-hmm. Penn is like is that Rex Blau and he's like motherfucker <laughs> Tom Waits <laughs> is a gem he's he yes. should not be there but he's like so famous that he's allowed to eat there mm-hmm. you know yeah can, can, he's can like it make, i'm
2: gonna need some you know bottle of uh, clear
1: yeah bottle of
0: clear <laughs> yeah these fucking delusional people like he went over a jump like five feet high
1: like yeah he yeah like, <laughs> he, he like, makes a speech in the middle of the restaurant convinces everybody to follow him out to the eighth hole
0: mm-hmm. yeah Jesus. Oh.
1: So I want to say one more thing
0: before we before we give a rating to this puppy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like movies, or conventional movies with love stories, it's like takes a little while for like you know them to come together and even meet in the movie. These two meet; they put them together right in the first scene, and then they're there. Boom, immediate. Yeah, right. They're like that's how they frame the narrative. We're gonna put these two together, and then they're together. Yeah, boom. That's it. Awesome. I thought that was such a. Cool way to start the story.
1: Yeah. So
0: um, he had he had me right there.
1: Like, one, one more question before right we there. do the uh the rating. Um and D P you might know the answer to this with all your googling, but mm-hmm. why do you think why do you think the title licorice pizza?
3: Good question. God, I, I not
1: Google? That's a great question. Huh. The only thing I could figure uh is that licorice pizza doesn't make sense and their relationship kind of doesn't make sense like
2: ah
1: right? yeah. it works I like
2: that. two things yeah. that shouldn't go together but yeah I like yeah, that that works yeah fucking
0: I I hadn't thought about that that's he's great he's the market. he's the liquor she's she's the pizza
1: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds good but it doesn't work yeah, yeah. I no I it love that sense.
0: I love yeah. that I think that I love that yeah you know, that's that that's as good of an answer as I'm ever gonna hear
2: so that's my time. Nice. <laughs> so, um, I, what do you say, boys? You want you want to give us a give, give a ranking on this yeah, one? So. A, a five star ranking. Uh, you know, what? let me kick it off because, sure. goddamn, I fucking loved this movie. Um, I'm just gonna go right ahead and give it four and a half. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I love the fucking performances I love the story um yeah and, and even like the small fucking little performances in it like fucking Sean Penn was in it for like five minutes and was so fucking you know like had such a big impact on it right. fucking Bradley Cooper was in it for seven minutes and had such a huge impact
1: Tom Waits. Um, yeah all, yeah all these ones
2: all these people like every little <laughs> character made a fucking difference which really just goes to show what a great fucking story it was what a great how great the story was set up how it was told uh I, t- fuck, paul thomas anderson's great i'm gonna go ahead
1: right off and give this four and a half stars that's a good answer i'm gonna go with uh Four and a quarter. I did very much enjoy the movie. I think you guys loved it a little bit more than me. Um, mm-hmm. I would watch it again. Um, I'm just not as like adept at picking up on the kind of like symbolism and the nuances. Um, but I, I can still see a master at work, you know, at, at, when it's there in front of me. And I realize yeah. that. So four and a quarter for me.
0: Hey, Jay, where are you at? Well, the only thing I'm struggling with is, like, I'm unfairly comparing the Master's work. Like, right. his work, all his works and saying, like, what did I rank my favorite, Paul? Which, by the way, you'll find out what my favorite Paul Thomas Samson film is yeah. later. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But is, where is it compared to that? Or my second favorite? Where does it fall? What do I rank those?
1: And they're you know all I mean? high, Cause, I Yeah, they're all,
0: yeah, like... My favorite Paul Thomas Anderson film. I don't think I've ever ranked it on this show, but it might be a five. Man. Like it's that me, close. It it's that yeah. close. Um four and a half.
2: Yeah. Right. That's, that's, a good how ranking. Much, that's how much it's I a great like this movie. film. man. This is a great, great fucking film. And it really got unfairly bashed by the fucking wokey woke people like oh he's 15 yeah it's never okay if he's 15. but that's the whole point of the movie is you know what maybe it is okay because this kid wasn't your typical 15 year old she wasn't your typical 25 year old so cut the shit people like
1: i i Fucking, I thought it was great. So, yeah, the story was really well done. Clearly, clearly, the story worked in the time frame, you know, without Mm -hmm. cell phones. Yeah, it was
0: different in the 70s, man. And and,
1: and it got a lot of love, this movie. It
0: did too. I mean, did you tell when you were watching it? Yeah. It just got a lot of love. It was like so, like, Mm -hmm. and it was tight, like two hours and 13 minutes, but there was no like fat on it. It was just Mm -hmm. like really well told and like, they really
1: moved with the amount the movie of characters, along. too. I know, ensemble. I know, crazy. Um, um, not, maybe not the ensemble, but uh, yeah, huge cast with everybody that's in it, right?
0: And 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 they didn't linger too much on the things that weren't important, but they they touched on things that helped enhance, like, and move the movie, move the film forward, move the move the uh the, the journey along, you know, for the two of them, right? And I just, yeah, big fan, big fan of that film big fan -hmm. i'm a big big fan of this director like i just guys uh, you guys know this but yeah if you've been
2: listening since the beginning of the show you know as a whole the movie council
1: loves paul thomas anderson so i just thought of another scene in the movie in in the beginning which i think plays towards the narrative of the era Mm -hmm. um in the beginning when she's working for tiny toes and she's taking pictures at the school and she walks past the uh, photographer, and he slaps her on the ass, and she doesn't even yeah. flinch. Right, that's like, just normal. That's right. a yeah. that's a that's a sign of the times, right there. Yeah,
2: yeah, that dude's not getting fired for it. It's you know,
1: but she's I think a girl, so you can smack her in the ass. That's I okay. think that speaks <laughs> to her character too. So like, she's used to like this male attention, and here's young fifteen year old Gary that's also showing her attention, and mm-hmm. she blows him off partly because of all the male attention she gets, but also because he's 15. So she's like, whatever, dude, fuck off. You know, um, it's yeah. It that kind of folds into a, a lot more of the characters and story there.
0: Or right, we got to move
1: on. But like all that right, scene
0: right. before she gets slapped in the ass, like when he stops to take the picture, she stands and waits for him. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, She acts like she's not interested, but she's clearly interested because, yeah, she's yeah, magnetic. It, like, he's it's, pulling her in. There's something about right, him. Right, he's got right. something that, right away. Yeah, whatever there's it is, fucking, he's got it. The guy that runs tail of the cock
0: sometimes the holds just... a
2: table for him because, like, this yeah. like,
0: he's got something about him. He's something about it. his like, yeah, he's got it, and yeah. she sensed it immediately. He was confident enough to go over and just mm-hmm. just talk to her. Like she's walking down that line, comb mirror. Like nobody's talking to her. And yeah. all of a sudden, this guy, this like, hey, this, yeah, this I'll guy, take it. and yeah, and
2: she's roped in,
0: and, yeah. and, and, even and, we're, for, and playing, we're roped
2: in, yeah, yeah. Like his mother, uh, played by fucking
1: the waitress, right? Um, <laughs> you don't even know my name. Yeah. What is it? The waitress.
3: waitress.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's in it barely. Right. Like she's a very short time, and she and does a good job. She's yeah, job. oh yeah, she's great in it. But just the fact that his whole life, he's doing it on his own. He's he's not like right. a, listening to his mom tell him to do this and that. He's wow. living his life, and his mom such a yeah, doing helping him live his life, not vice versa. Yeah. That is
0: such a good point. That is really yeah. a good point. It's, that's not us making any. Sort of like ex- any excuse for like why a 15 year old, 25 year old, it just, it's just mm-hmm. the way it was. Like it's just yeah. the way this kid was. This like this kid what... wasn't your typical 15 year old, right? Yeah, anyway, let's moving on. Moving on, that was it's a great movie. We all agree. Let's yeah. throw it in the vault. Let's throw
1: it in the vault right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm putting this one in the vault
1: immediately. Mark, do you a, agree? Yeah, it's a special movie. I mean, yeah. it's it's unlike anything else. It's it's just a nice. It's almost like a uh this just came to me, but it's like a once upon a time in Hollywood. I mean, that's really what, you know. That's what they're special. what they're doing there. Yeah, that's just, that's yeah. a
0: pretty special film too. But yeah, no, man. I mean,
1: I mean uh just in the like this the, movie, the, the, the love pizza. of filmmaking, yeah, 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 yeah. Type and the love of which, I, which I find is, myself,
0: which I find myself digging a lot more these days. Yeah, you know, it, is a, it is a it is a
1: story of Hollywood in a way. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Probably. for sure. Come,
0: so. yeah, put it in the vault. Don hit me.
1: There it is. Boom!
2: Yeah, it's official. It's officially in the vault. There we go. Deals. (laughs)
3: Right. That's about as official as it gets. Right.
2: (laughs) So, all right. Um, I'll just go ahead and say. So I brought this up before we, just before we started recording, because I didn't want everyone to think about it too much. I just want everyone to go from their gut. So let us now rank the. Well, as many of the nine Paul Thomas Anderson movies Ooh. as we've seen. So PTA has uh, directed, well, written and directed nine feature films. Uh, I'll go ahead and list them off for you guys just as a reminder. So uh, there's 1996 Hard Eight, uh, Boogie Nights in 97, Magnolia in 99. Punch Drunk Love in 2002. There Will Be Blood in 2007. The Master in 2012. Inherent Vice 2014. Phantom Thread 2017. And then Licorice Pizza 2021. So nine movies. Let's rank them from our favorite to... Uh, Once we haven't seen yet. <laughs> right. If we haven't seen all of them, which I uh, admittedly haven't seen all of them. Um, but let's see if we can kind of come to a consensus. What is the number one PTA movie? AJ, let's kick it off with you. If you had to put one of them as the top PTA film, what would you put as number one? Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is number one. Marky, what would you put as number
1: one? Uh, I would also choose Boogie Nights. That's everything. I It has so many elements I love in movies outside of just what PTA does. You know, the violence and uh, the sexual titties. It's just, it's there. All right.
2: So, um, personally, I would put Boogie Nights as number two. Okay. But you guys have voted me, so we'll put Boogie Nights at number one. Wait,
0: wait, wait. What would you put at number I one?
2: would put number one. There will be blood. Okay. See, I'm, I, I need think to see that there again. will be blood is fucking masterful. God damn, like and and again it's one of those movies that I watched because of this podcast. This podcast damn. made me watch that film and I was like, "Oh my god. Yeah, it's a TTA masterclass. It is fucking brilliant and I fucking loved it. I would put Boogie Nights at 2. So if we're gonna do like an overall rankings, Boogie Nights is is our number one because it's my number two, but my personal number one
0: would be There Will Be Blood. I'm, I but need for to see the, that for the record. For the record, mm-hmm. Boogie Nights is the highest Rotten Tomato scored uh, PTA, PTA film. So. Okay. Is it really? Okay. Yep. Followed by three of them at ninety-one percent. There Will Be Blood, mm-hmm. Phantom Thread, and Licorice Pizza. Oh wow! Wow.
1: That's I'm good actually to hear surprised. About the,
2: I thought there the will question. be blood would have been higher, but uh maybe, yeah, surprising. Marky, how about you? What would you put at so Boogie Nights
1: number one, what would you put
2: at number two?
1: For me, uh Hard Eight, his first one.
2: All right, wow, interesting. That's one I haven't seen, so I can't quite rank that one.
1: AJ, will how be about blood. you? You'd put "There Will Be Blood" at see, number I two. Need to, I need to see that again. Oh I feel like if I saw gosh. that, I feel like I saw if I saw that recently, I'd be ranking it much higher. You would it, be. I, I think I saw it masterful. when I was like in my in my early twenties. When did that one come out? Uh, that came out 2007. In 2007. Yeah. So right, yeah. I yep, would have yep. been like uh, 20 or something at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Forty
0: point yeah. two million at the box office. That's his highest uh, grossing film at the box office. Mm-hmm.
1: So that was I. Just- I
2: yeah, first I, I, Best Picture winner, too, right? It didn't
1: win Best Picture, I don't think. You sure? I thought it did. Okay. I not enjoyed bad. it right. when it came out, but like I, you know, was young and stupid and didn't, wasn't picking up on this nuances, yeah. which I still am not very well. And right. I appreciated the acting ability and the filmmaking, but like, you know, my some of my favorite movies are Commando and Predator. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're not an idiot. You just, you have
0: taste, a certain taste that's right it
1: did not win scenario. best uh,
2: picture <laughs> uh let okay, daniel day lewis won best actor and it yeah. won uh best cinematography yeah but okay, yeah, that, that
0: makes best a lot picture. the cinematography makes a lot of sense
2: yeah because god damn is that a beautifully shot film
0: yep absolutely gorgeous
2: so um again, so like i said i've never seen hard eight so i can't rank that one um but yeah i would put there will be blood at number one boogie nights at number two if i'm gonna go with the number three i'm actually gonna put licorice pizza at number three
1: yeah it's good
2: it's good i i love like i said i haven't seen all of them so i know my opinion is a little skewed but uh yeah i would go with uh licorice pizza at number three marky where you at as, as number three where
1: uh number three for me would be Magnolia. Did we get a number two from AJ? Oh, he said uh there will be blood, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, number three for me is Magnolia.
0: Hi. AJ, where are you at at number three? Uh, this is where my first conundrum comes in because mm-hmm. there are three films I think could be number three for me. And that's um The Phantom Thread, um, Magnolia, and uh, Licorice Pizza. So I need to trust my instincts. Licorice
1: pizza.
2: All nice. right, that's a good call. So, does that mean um, I get
1: outvoted then, and licorice pizza gets put in the third spot? Are we doing like a democratic? Pretty much. Rule here? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah, if we're ranking officially, we got boogie nights at one. There will be blood at two, and now licorice pizza at three. So let's figure out number four. AJ, where are at good. after that? Yeah. I, I'd probably go Magnolia. Marky? So I, yes. I'm assuming you would agree with Magnolia at that, but because you had Magnolia three, what would you put right. at four?
1: Um, my four, if I was going to put Magnolia is already gone, mm-hmm. um, this is where I have that conundrum that AJ just had because I am split between the master and Licorice Pizza. Oh,
0: boy. Yeah.
1: Um, Jesus, and... the master.
0: F- fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you, um, writing, are you writing this down, DP? I
1: I am. Yeah. Hey. You know, and as little as I remember about uh, There Master's Will Be Blood. So there Will Be Blood, the master, and Licorice Pizza. So for my number four, if I had to like flip up three-sided coin... Uh, maybe the master, just because, like, I've seen it more, and I kind of yeah. like, know it more through and through. Mm-hmm. Philip Seymour often is the oh fucking master. Alongside uh, Jack Owen, Phoenix, the two of them <laughs> on scene together. PSH
0: is the master, though. That dude's the fucking master. Right.
1: Yeah, but I agree, 100%. But having them together is well, obviously something we won't <clears throat> ever have again. But yeah. it's really and- special. Yeah. So,
2: um, I have not seen the master, so it, it, it's tough for me. I have so I, I've seen five of his films. I've seen uh, Boogie Nights, uh, There Will Be Blood, Licorice Pizza, Magnolia, and Punch Drunk Love.
1: I think
2: I've seen all. Of uh magnolia is my least favorite of those five um i think punch drunk love is fucking great um yeah i i I think punch drunk love is it's one of those movies that like you feel like you know you, you get kind of annoyed by it at one point but then it has such a satisfying fucking ending. Uh, that end, that part at the end, when he takes the fucking crowbar and smashes those fucking blonde dudes in the head after they fucking hit him in the car, It, 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 it it's so goddamn satisfying. And he goes all the way to Utah and gets right in Philip Seymour Hoffman's face and just cusses him out and... You know, for the most part, he fucking backs down from and waits till Adam Sandler's about out of the building before he tries to be the tough guy. But uh, that whole part was so fucking satisfying. The way he, you know, finally just said fuck it and started smashing people in the head with a fucking crowbar. (laughs) I need to see that (laughs) one again,
1: too. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love is a a great fucking movie.
2: And and it's one of those ones that I I heard. recently actually i've heard from both of them weirdly um so somewhat recently i heard uh adam sandler was on this podcast with uh uh jason bateman and sean hayes and will arnett um they do this great fucking podcast where they have you know like really like big name actors and actresses and like real fucking people on it. It's a great podcast. It's called Smartless. Okay, and uh, so they had one with Adam Sandler on it, and they talked to him about uh, Punch Drunk Love, and he he was like, you know, he he got a phone call like, hey, this guy Paul Thomas Anderson wants to talk to you about being in a movie and he's like you know and so then I, I went and watched Magnolia and I was like I, I called him back I'm like yeah dude I can't fucking do that <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just uh, I, I saw a thing from Paul Thomas Anderson where he kind of talked about that and he's like yeah I don't want you to do that I fucking love the water boy I love Happy Gilmore the fact that PTA fucking loves Happy Gilmore and the Water yeah. Boy is fucking great like it makes me feel better about loving those movies but he's like you know i don't want you to do magnolia i want you to be you and i've got this fucking idea for you and and it fucking worked out great because punch drunk love is excellent isn't that really great movie before we go and i'll put that ahead of magnolia for sure what are you gonna say aj before
0: we go off the rails where, where are we for number four
2: uh so you, I I think we're going with the master because you guys are both kind of more uh, I, I haven't seen it but you guys both love it so I guess we're going with number four the master
1: that's so no, so actually, that, basically now we actually Mark Mark
0: Mark you want Magnolia to be three so
1: oh that's right. right so and
0: I wanted it to be four so I think if we so do guessing our Magnolia, is Magnolia be five. Is be three. yeah
2: do you guys both feel Magnolia is better than punch trunk love I've never seen Punch Drunk Love. Oh it's my God.
0: The only really? Paul
1: Thomas Anderson film I've not seen. I've only That's seen great. it once, and it was uh, like when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fucking good. Like, it's weird. Um, I do remember that. And I yeah, remember it, seeing Adam Sandler. It's, yeah. it's not your before. typical
2: PTA movie. But, uh, but, yeah, Adam Sandler's really good in it. The story's really good. And like I said, it's very satisfying. Probably, it's a satisfying probably, movie, right?
0: Probably not going to get it higher
1: on this list, but mm-hmm. That's, what, what? What? funny, AJ? Um, but DP, as you were giving your pitch, uh, it it made me think though, like mm-hmm. how much of a master PTA is that he? These actors and actresses that he gets for his movies, it seems that he really does cherry pick them, and he gets them exactly for the role that he wants yeah. and he gets that role out of them.
0: Well, that's what all directors should do instead of just like favoring a particular actor you know? or, mm-hmm. or
1: who's hot at the time or whatever. Or who's yeah. hot.
2: Yes. Either one yeah. of those things. PTA had an idea for a movie and thought like, you know, who'd be awesome in this role is Adam Sandler <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> randomly and reached out to Adam and talked to him. And, you know, and this was about the time Magnolia had come out. So, um, yeah. He does it, he does favor uh, John C.
1: Riley a little bit? Mm-hmm. Does did it, 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 Magnolia it, right? Um, yeah, he was yeah. Herman
2: Munster and Herman Munster. Right. Yeah. and Philip D, Baker Hall. He was in D, Magnolia Daniel J. Uh,
1: Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Phantom Thread. There will be blood. Yeah. So
0: Joaquin right. Joaquin's been in two of them.
1: Jacqueline. what uh, uh, inherent inherent? That's vice. right. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so, so what
3: are
2: we at? Number number, number number one is we number one. Mo- Boogie nights. Yes. Number two. Agreed. There will be blood. I'm okay. Number with three.
1: three.
2: Licorice pizza. That's all right. Number four. The master. I'm and good And then with number that. five, Magnolia. Number yeah. six. Uh, if we're gonna keep going, number six. Uh, see, that's where I start to fall off because I haven't seen Phantom Thread. Um, I haven't seen Hard Eight. But if we're going to go number six, to me, it's Punch Drunk Love. But again, I haven't so seen for, them all. So for so. me,
0: I can't believe it's number six in this list, but Phantom Thread is easy mm-hmm.
1: number six for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would say so too, Phantom Thread, um, because also at um, I'm, I'm getting a little bit confused on how we're voting here. Like, if I want one of my favorites to make the list, do I just keep submitting it until it gets in there? Or do I, like, yeah, well, what, I mean, what my number six would be? Because my number six would most rule, likely be... The rules are very fluid, Marky. Yeah, we're, we're figuring out as we go. We don't yeah, know yeah, what the fuck we're doing. My,
2: We've been doing this podcast for two years, and we
1: don't know what the fuck we're doing. It's but a I mean, proverbial it shit show now. right now, Marky. <laughs> where, where the points are made up. Because my yeah. number six... My number six probably would be Phantom Thread. That was a mm-hmm. like that. Sh- I should have hated that. Like the the subject matter. Yeah, you should right. But like I w- it had me for whatever reason. Like it, it got its hooks in me. Um, I just wanna, it's, I'm it's going a, to watch sort of, it's a It's
0: a devious story. Like this, there's,
1: mm-hmm. there's a lot
0: of dastardly things going on in that story. Right. But, and the, and yeah. then like
1: the final line of like the final scene, I was just like, ooh. It's, it, i don't know i like it's. i still think about some of that stuff that's, i think that's six
0: that's gotta be six yeah it's yeah it,
1: uh, i there's so many lines in these different pta movies that just kind of live live rent free or pop up in my head occasionally like i don't even have to think about it it just you know rises to the surface some of the mm-hmm. stuff is so powerful it lives forever so, Marky,
0: I, I I will agree with you on Hard Eight for Seven.
1: Okay.
2: Here's a question. I have not seen I like Inherent Vice.
0: I've I,
1: seen uh... it. What you guys it.
2: had on Inherent Vice? I like Inherent. It. I like it.
0: I, I like it, but I don't. But it's probably my least of the ones I've seen, and Punch Dark Love is the only one I haven't seen. So that's mm-hmm. eight. For me, it's eight. Okay. Me, it's, Marky, where are
1: you at? I've seen all of them, uh, I think, uh, and that's number nine for me and her All advice. right. Wow. All right well, so punch drunk love could run. be eight,
0: you know. Mhm. Yeah, Heron inherent vice is okay. It's like one of these movies where it's like the main character knows about it less of what's going on than we actually do. Like he's like so clueless at times.
1: Yeah. And there was some of the um it's it's like
0: interesting at times but it's not it's not very, it's not great.
1: That that mm-hmm. movie to me Almost seemed like a radio song for Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, like like he was uh, just trying to give one to the studio. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe oh. I, I mean I, I didn't I didn't hate it, but
1: I didn't hate it. It wasn't bad. It's just like it to me. It felt like a not it, was, in, like, it was like it
0: was like it was it was trying to be a, a noir, right. like detective story.
1: There again. Mm-hmm. But with but those Seymour, or uh, PTA, there's there's scenes in that movie that pop up in my head like unwillingly. Uh, Josh Brolin walking into, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's apartment, and they have that dialogue where they repeat the same lines back back to each other. Say like, you stay out of my head. What are you thinking next? And then he takes a joint and he hits it and then he eats it. So yeah, there's there's some special parts in that movie. Yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. It's not, it's not inherently inherently bad movie, but it is <laughs> inherent. Clever. It is inherent vice. Yes.
2: <laughs> so, all right, boy. So, how do you? But I about will this? be
0: seeing Punch Drunk mm-hmm. Love. It's been on my my list, Punch Drunk Love, forever because obviously good, I yeah. need to complete my Paul Thomas Anderson catalog. Yeah.
1: What, what A, else have you not seen, AJ? No, I've seen them all besides just that, that one. Mm-hmm. And what are you missing, DP?
2: I haven't seen Hard Eight the master or phantom thread okay
1: so those are all good yeah, yeah. oh actually um, no
2: orient Haven fights so four yeah,
0: please 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 see the master soon.
2: yeah the, again i had time to watch one more and i went with punch drunk love instead of yeah. the master i kind of yeah. flipped the coin but uh yeah
1: sense. the master right.
2: is next on my list so
1: mag um yeah. you said hard eight was the other one and phantom thread mm-hmm Random Threads a real classic movie. Hard uh, Eight is uh, a real gritty Las Vegas movie. It is, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's, they're, all, they're all, they're all great, in they're all right.
0: great. Gr- yeah, they're all great for different reasons. That's what. That's the other thing that makes Paul Thomas Anderson so cool is that none of his movies feel like any of his other movies. That's right. Like they're very. Very
2: different. That's yes. a very good point. Like, like I said, because last night I I watched them back to back. I watched Licorice Pizza and then I watched Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, it it felt like two different directors. Like they're very, very different things. And
0: that and that speaks to like you know when we're talking about how how he casts people, that's all part of it for him. Like it's every project is unique and different to him, and he approaches it in a different way. I'm sure. Yeah, like he doesn't just. From you what know, I remember, like, like when you watch a quentin tarantino film you know it's a quentin tarantino film,
1: oh right? his it's... his yeah his name is all over it i mean right uh, metaphorically speaking right um right. it's i remember if correct if i'm wrong though dp uh punch drunk didn't that have like a uh, a very like uh independent film kind of feel to it I, I, mm-hmm. I thought i remembered it being like not low budget but small scale in a way yeah it, it kind of was but
2: but it again one of these things uh so i watched uh like it's on hbo max um and there's also like a video like a kind of five minute intro that pta does mm-hmm. where he talks about the movie and he talks about which again i think uh adam sandler took this and ran with it he talks about the fact that they filmed the movie uh there were some scenes that were filmed in Hawaii. Uh-huh. And so what they did was basically they went to Hawaii and they filmed during sunrise and during sunset. And then the rest of the day, they just fucking hung out on the beach and fucking relaxed and basically had a goddamn vacation all chilling out in Hawaii and basically filmed a few hours a day for like a week. At sunrise and sunset, and just all the, like him and uh, you know Adam Sandler and everyone else just chilled out on the beaches of Hawaii while they fucking made a movie.
1: That's nice. Which
2: th- that's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Which, as you can see, like that—that that is basically what Adam Sandler has done with every movie since, like. Uh, all those like grownups movies and everything uh-huh. and everything he does. It's like, Oh, let's set this one at a fucking resort in Mexico. Right. So they and can he, just go to a resort in Mexico and, film and it's all his buddies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so which is great, but um, all right. So let, let's run this over one more time. Nine PTA films. Uh, officially for the movie council, we'll put Boogie Nights is number one. There Will Be Blood at number two. Mm-hmm. Licorice Pizza is number three. The Master at four. Magnolia at five. Phantom Thread at six. Hard Eight at seven. Punch Draw Glove, eight. And Inherent Vice, nine. I think that's good. How do you guys feel about yeah. that? I like that. Uh,
0: I'm thinking Hard Eight should be eight, number eight, but that's okay. All right, let's <laughs> you move put on.
2: PDL on. above? I mean, no, no, at that point. Just eight, same, eight, you know. Yeah. just. Okay. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, we'll flip it, because I love Punch Drunk Love, so that'll
1: be seven. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to be
0: watching Punch Drunk Love soon, so I'll let you. Uh, I'll definitely- that's great.
1: I need to see that one again, ne- and next there week be on blood the, again.
0: Next week on the show, I'll tell you what I thought of Punch Drunk Love. So. Sounds I,
1: good to me. I want to see uh, Magnolia again, too. I love me some Philip Baker Hall. And- yeah, yeah so that's the thing. Yeah.
2: I, I saw Magnolia when it first came out, which was, what, 97-ish, somewhere around there? Uh-huh. At uh, 99. 99, um, I think. I, and I remember I had wicked high hopes for it, and it didn't live up to the hopes I had for it. So I was kind right. of let down by Magnolia. But again, that was twenty three years ago. Do you know
0: why I remember it was nineteen ninety nine? Because it came out when I was working at Blockbuster. I don't oh, know you son of a bitch! Much. Wait, you worked at Blockbuster? <laughs> Block the the video rental chain? Block yes, Buster I used video? to work. I used to work there.
2: Yes. Get the fuck out of here! You've never mentioned that before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was a it was it's a long movie. It was like two cassette, two VHS. Right. Yeah. It was one of those double cassette movies. Well, <laughs> double, and so. double VHS.
1: DP, <laughs> in your defense, though, Magnolia is another one of those stories that doesn't really have like a beginning, middle, and end. It just kind of meanders through different mm-hmm. people's mm-hmm. like lives over a short period of time, kind of like uh, uh, our, our movie for tonight. Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. It's it. That, yeah. But I mean, obviously totally different concept and everything yes we know that paul thomas anderson really he's a chameleon he does like all kinds of different things all the time he likes
1: william h macy too who doesn't yeah yeah he likes he likes good (laughs)
0: actors yeah
2: (laughs) yeah so all right boys uh uh you know you guys want to uh we, we forgot last week to take a trip down to uh, a recommendationville all oh, right recommendation i want to call it recommendation lane recommendation lane there we go i think we should just call it something different every week just yeah. for the fuck of it
0: <laughs> yeah let's do that tonight <laughs> tonight is recommendation lane next week it's I like it next week it's uh, whatever we'll freeball it yeah, anyway
1: man. so marky do you have a recommendation for us um i I was texting one of you guys, maybe both of you guys, um, the other day, or last week, shit, uh, around the weekend after the podcast, maybe. I found uh, that Gerard Butler, Frank Grillo movie on Peacock called uh, Cop Shop. Cop Shop? Shop. Yes, Shop and, right. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing a trailer for it for a long time ago, and I was like, ooh, I kind of want to watch that. And it, you know, never popped up in any streaming services that I had. And then um, the daddy of the podcast was so kind to share his credentials mm-hmm. of the peacock with me. Yeah. And uh, that sounded dirtier than I meant to. Um <laughs> most my, my <fan laughs> oh, no, 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 is peacock. Yeah. Oh black phone, that was why you shared uh, so we could watch I could watch Black Phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but cop shops on Peacock. And I haven't finished it yet. Maybe I will tonight. So far, I'm really loving it. It just feels like a um, I'm uh, I've been trying to remember the words. It's like a nostalgia film. It's mm-hmm. set. It's set in modern times, but it's uh in like a desert Vegas like town, and the even the uh, title credits pop up with those fat, almost bubble letters kind of like the Boogie Nights logo. So it has a very Yeah, old school feel. Yes. It has a Pulp Fiction-y, like, matinee, action, gritty movie feel to it. And it's been running like that. It's it's an action movie, but it's also, like, doesn't take itself seriously. And it's silly. And the premise is, like, somewhat simple. Um, And it's just been none of it takes itself too seriously kind of like uh boss level right you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's not trying to do anything more than it knows what Just it is being fun as fuck yeah, yeah it's been good and I, i'm looking forward to finishing it
2: very nice so cop shop on
0: peacock so i didn't prepare a recommendation for tonight but guys have you ever seen a serious man please see
2: it Michael Stuhlbarg. I've heard you talk about this, right? Michael Stuhlbarg. Yes,
0: 2009. I Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys that directed it, the Cohen brothers. Who? Oh, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. All right. So (laughs) I don't know if you've heard of them, but this movie it's 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 of of a serious man or of the the Cohen brothers. Yeah. So, so a, I will check out a serious Man. a serious man. I know that we said that these recommendations can be, just be anything, and right. I've been thinking about a serious man a lot lately. Because yeah, I've, it's I've one never of those, I had, like
1: I had to look it up. Sorry, I had to look it up. I I, I never saw this one. I don't remember. It's it. one
0: of these underrated, like under the rate. Even though it was nominated for best picture and best, I think the Cohen's best screenplay. Like sure. mm-hmm. that's how good this fucking movie is. All right, Michael Stuhlbarg is amazing. And it's just, it's hilarious and dark and everything that the Coen brothers do, great. It is. And everybody should watch it. It's not like, it's not one of those Coen brothers movies that's so like no country for old man, Fargo, like that everybody knows. It flew under the radar a bit, even though it was nominated for a couple Oscars. This thing is awesome. And it's, right. not, it's not free to watch anywhere, but still watch it. That's right. always a bummer, <laughs>
2: right? that's the thing with everything i want to watch now like if it's free somewhere then i'll watch it if i have to pay 2.99 suddenly three dollars seems like a lot of money (laughs) isn't that funny
0: yeah i almost want to i almost want to buy it uh digitally just because i love it so much and just want to have it at my fingertips to watch it that's how good it is okay yeah marky watch it please
1: i mean if you can send me your uh, digital copy i'll watch it i'm not hey so i will I,
2: so contact
1: uh, your contacts at blockbuster
2: yeah do you still do you still got some contacts of a company that hasn't existed for 20 years i i uh i burned a lot of bridges there
0: <laughs>
2: so all right. So, uh, hit me, my, hit me GP. Uh, my recommendation is, uh, it's actually a game. So, mm. uh, for anyone that's been on uh, the internet at all, and uh, apparently, if you're listening to a podcast, you've been on the internet. Hey-o. um, but you may have noticed, uh, over these past five, six months, uh, the wordle became like this big fucking phenomenon everyone was playing wordle I haven't lost in weeks yeah yeah and, and it spawned all these other ones like I don't wordle. I don't know what that is uh so wordle is a game where you get a guess a word and uh five letter you know, word you know you get uh, there's one puzzle a day and you know you get like
1: five is that the chances one where you to win guess the word yeah. uh
2: I don't think you can win. Hey, trust me if you could win money I'd be rich by now because I fucking kick-ass at Wordle. But anywho. (laughs) Um, But it spawned all these other ones. There's, uh, you know, Wordle, where you got to, you know, figure out what uh, country the outline is of, and Hurdle, where you got to figure out the the song. But there's this other one, and it's just called Framed. It's uh, framed.wtf. Go to this website, and uh, every day you get a a new puzzle where they just show you one frame from a movie, and then you get to guess the movie. If you don't get it on the first guess, uh, they give you a second frame. They give you basically, I think it's six chances to figure it out. Um, And, you know, each frame gets a little more obvious as it goes. You know, like the first one's just going to be like, you know, random nothingness that i just got, you have to be a huge huge fan of the movie to figure out i
1: just got it on the first guest for today Adam. i'm sorry I had, Boy, I had it Wow, interrupt. you
2: figured out the mummy on the first guest
1: i sure did <laughs> i would recognize that movie nice. anywhere yeah
2: so but but that's the way it works it's it, it, it's super fucking fun um you know and you come back every day and and like i said if you're a movie fan you know you'll love it because even if you've never seen the movie if you're a movie fan by like the third or fourth frame you'll be like oh wait i know what this is and you can fucking figure it out and right. it's just it's super fun so check it out it's just fun ass game for movie fans it's a uh, framed dot wtf i don't know what wtf stands for i don't know but it it's fun as shit. so check it out it's called it, it's framed i fucking i play it every day um if you're a fan of the podcast and you start playing it hit, hit us up let us know and, hey
1: Jay, uh, we can we can hear yeah. your
3: pop-ups
2: <laughs> that know. wasn't mine <laughs> yeah that, that was some random guy running by the podcast <laughs> but yeah play frame let us know if you get it every day let us know if you don't get it you know maybe we can make this a, a little thing every friday we can share our uh you know how we did on framed on fridays or mondays or whatever oh, day you cool. want to yeah. Listen. but yeah you know- su- super fun game i totally recommend it for movie fans
1: dp when you first told me about that game i became mm-hmm. upset that i wasn't able to backtrack uh to play the previous days because you know mm-hmm. it's it's only like once a day right um you did end up giving me like a cheat through a roundabout way mm-hmm. uh, there's there's uh some sort of url that will pull up uh website history right and and you can select previous days yeah and i got obsessed like bad obsessed where i was just one after the other playing every fucking entry mm-hmm. and i was feeling really good whenever i got that number one right and and you get know fresh th- try like oh yeah and and get yeah. red in the face upset when i was getting to like number four and five <laughs> slide so uh, on the bright side
2: for new players um the old uh games from they actually there's a tab right at the top of the screen now that can bring you back for like the last like 80 90 days of oh, there is. framed yeah it used to not be they've just recently added this to uh to the website so if you're a new player you can go back and play some old days of framed Perfect. it's yeah super super fun game i there fucking it is. love it yeah archive i play it every
1: day yeah that's that's brilliant this guy's a genius this is such a fun game right ah it's fucking great yeah if you're a movie fan check it out
2: framed.wtf so yeah that's my my big recommendation i i love it so
1: it's so simple but it is Mm -hmm. wildly fun yeah it really is and
2: even if you don't if you have no idea what the movie is like if you just start typing shit in, it kind of brings up a list of possible movies. It could be, and you can just click on random ones and hope for the best. So, so even if you don't know it, you, you know, you, you got some options of what it could be. So
1: which makes it a, a, a little easier. It, it does. It gives you, yeah. So like you, you try to remember the title. Mm-hmm. I just got that one wrong. And it's like, try again. And <laughs> it, it um, Yeah. I don't know where to go from there, but man, it's such a fun game. Yeah, it's great. So, all right, boys. I think right, that well, kind
2: of brings us to the end of the show tonight, huh? Well, now yeah. I'm
1: stuck on frame because I didn't know there was a archive right. right. page. So, <laughs> we're actually <So>, going <laughs> to
2: stick around for another hour and a half and listen to Marky play every day framed for the past yeah, 100 right. days. <laughs> and
0: so, yeah, so, but that, I think that wraps up my recommendations and hmm Unless you all have anything else you want to get off your chest, I think we wrap it up for the night.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say my next re- recommendation for next week, but I do have another one, but I'm going to save it for next week because it's a series, so all right
0: have to wait a week to hear it. Yeah, we'll appreciate it. We we can't, but we will. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, that does it from the movie council. Mm-hmm. And... I I, I, have been toying around with how to end this thing, but I'm just going to say good night from the movie council. Yeah. We love you.
2: Danny C. I love you, buddy.
0: The movie council is adjourned.